Hola, hello. What's going on over there? Ow! A little rebel today, uh, doing the Pele report a little different. I'm staying inside. I'm not doing the aspects first instead. And I've got what? America. If you have ever contacted New Paradigm Astrology for a reading, for a workshop, to take a course, to you know, get one of our videos out of the library, anything, you have contacted America. She's the surfer. <laughs> right now, she's in Sumatra on a surfing, uh, you know, exploration. And uh, she sent back that video. I thought I'd put it out there because it's very apropos. It's very appropriate for what we need to be doing these days. We need to be balancing. We need to surf the wave. There's this wave of change. Uranus is change. Okay, the exact Venus conjunct Uranus is tomorrow. It's at the 17th degree of Taurus. I'm going to read to you the Sabian symbol, okay, for that. It is the eternal battle between swords and torches. Just to give you a little forethought, but I want to give you the other aspects that are happening first. Yeah? In addition, between this Venus conjunct Uranus, which is tomorrow, we've also got, fortunately, Mars has been moving through Cancer now for a little bit, and it's coming into a trine with Saturn up there in Pisces. Two water signs, right? Pisces, Cancer. And Mars is down here like a boiling kettle of water. <laughs> I got a boiling kettle of water right there. <laughs> Creating some steam, stirring up emotions, but it's in this trine to Saturn and Pisces, which has to do with patience, maturity, right? And, and, and really, you know, bringing things up to a spiritual transcendent level and the learning and the understanding that can come. So this trying is very helpful. I, I mean, thank God it's gonna offset some of the rebellious nature of this powerful Venus-Uranus conjunction. And so I wanna be bringing that up into the report. And uh, uh, also uh, on uh, this weekend, okay, later on this weekend, Mercury, which is now moving through hothead Aries, <laughs> is going to slide into Taurus, okay? And it's gonna, you know, it's gonna do this on Monday, but what does it do when it gets into Taurus? Squares Pluto at zero degrees of Aquarius. So even then, you would think, okay, Mercury and Taurus is gonna slow down a little bit, but with that square to Pluto, which is, you know, like I said, I mean, I talked about it last in last week's report, right? It was that we need to dive into these emotions, swim around in the chaos, and what? Get up, get out, and go. Not dilly-dally and get all pissed off and get all upset and get all violent and get all crazy and... But, no, no, it's like, okay, feel the feelings and move on. 
And I know that that, was, that advice was not followed by all the people in Paris <laughs> or all the people in Israel or all the people in other places in the planet that, you know, I mean, there are, you know, this, we're in a kettle, uh, you know, a, a boiling kettle of water is Mars moving through cancer, okay, for another four or five weeks or so. So, you know, get used to kind of <laughs> and I'm going to talk about how you need to release that or else. Yeah, uh, this is this is very important. Now, uh, the, uh, it has to do with the uh, uh, quality of the tarot card. I used it for the thumbnail for this week. It is the five of swords. And it has to do with defeat and Saturn in Pisces with Neptune in Pisces has to do with defeat. And I'm going to come back to that defeat because where did I get the five of swords? Number one, it's Venus in Aquarius. Yeah. And you can see it at the top and the bottom of the card, Venus and Aquarius. Venus is at the top. Aquarius is at the bottom as well as the Sabian symbol for this week. And I'm going to start off with that like right now. Okay. Uh, but first, let me just finish the aspects. The moon, it was first quarter uh, yesterday, Tuesday, and it's full in uh, Libra to Aries next week, Wednesday. So I'm not looking, uh, so the, she's moving through cancer now. She's going to move into Leo tomorrow spend a couple of days in Leo, move into Virgo over the weekend, right? And then come out into Libra for that full moon at the same time that the sun conjuncts Chiron. Next week, Wednesday, sun conjunct Chiron. That energy is building through this week. Let's give it a seven degree orb. Sun moves a degree every day. So it's approaching a healing crisis in the sign of fire, self-empowerment, take our power back. Sun Chiron, uh, getting stronger, yeah. With Mercury square Pluto in the sign of Aquarius, revolution and rebellion. And don't forget that Pluto is just now moving into Aquarius for the rest of this year and all through 2024. Pluto is going back and forth five times over this cusp of Capricorn and Aquarius. And whenever Pluto changes signs, okay, last time it was going into Capricorn, 2008, we had this financial crisis. So now it's moving into Aquarius, the sign of society, the collective consciousness, okay, the, the world united nations, World Health Organization, World Economic Forum, World this, World that, World the other thing, right? World news. <laughs> so we are becoming more of a collective and there's a crisis, yes? And there's a revolution. There's a, a social, Aquarius is social, you know, revolution. And this is gonna have to do with the climate. This is uh, Aquarius is the atmosphere. You know, this climate change that every so many people are talking about, which I could go into further, not today. But yeah, there's a lot of a lot of shifts, a lot of changes. And there's a lot of 
you know, revolution happening because Aquarius is the sign of truth. And that's what our mantra is about today is the truth. It's using science, using technology, using our third eye to penetrate through all the BS and all the crap to get at the truth, the universal cosmic underlying truth of the big picture. So this Venus Uranus, I'm going to say it's happening at three different levels. This could be a little... It, the first level is Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer. This is the inner level, yes, of that inside myself, I need to change. And Venus is my values. Venus is my ability to love both myself, my body, this existence on planet Earth, yeah, and, and really come into an incarnation. Then it's also happening on the interpersonal level, yeah? And this is Leo, Virgo, Libra, Scorpio. This is with my interpersonal relationships. Yes, Venus is the ruler of Libra. And this has to do then with the need to change and the aha moment of how I'm treating other people, of how I am being treated, of how I can change, how can I can up the bar. Uranus and Aquarius always wants to raise the bar. This can be better. I see a new way. The, the future can be brighter if I do this and you do that and we do that. <laughs> you know, this is the big picture. Venus, Uranus, Venus, Aquarius, Pluto going into Aquarius, right? And then there's the third level. The inter, not, the, not just the interpersonal, but then the social and cosmic level. Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces. And this is where we look at you know, the media and what's going on worldwide to our brothers and sisters in foreign countries and foreign lands. And, and as, you know, this globalist uh, government, you know, starts to coalesce and starts to grow stronger in this whole movement, you know, to kind of, you know, unite all of these nations under one corporation. <laughs> right? You know, and is then just the general standard of living of the majority of human beings improving or not. And when the general population, okay, is not improving but declining and there's more poverty and more homeless and more hungry and more, uh, you know, less jobs and higher inflation and things can't really, you know, things are not working for the majority of the people, but the, you know, the elite, which is, the shadow of Aquarius, there is revolution. This is where, you know, because Aquarius wants a level playing field. Yeah. 
Nobody gets there first. We are all together. We rise together. So when, when there's, you know, great amounts of inequality, Aquarius, Uranus, and now Venus is, you know, Venus, Uranus is a love of fairness, a love of level playing field and radical revolutionary techniques or approaches in order to achieve it. So I want to read to you today here the Sabian symbol for the degree of that Venus-Uranus conjunction. I'm very familiar with this. It used to be my midheaven <laughs> before I got my chart corrected. Uh, it is the 17th degree of Taurus. It is the symbolical battle between swords and torches. Swords and torches. The keynote is refusing to depend upon the past. The seeker turns warrior, fighting anew the eternal great war. When Gautama having sought in vain for the answers to his questions among the teachers of tradition, sat under the Bodhi tree. He had to fight his own battle in his own way, even though it is an eternal fight. The spiritual light, like that window behind me, <laughs> the spiritual light within the greater soul must struggle against the ego will that only knows how to use the powers of this material and intellectual world. There is no possibility of escape. It is the energy that arises out of the present moment, the inescapable now that the daring individual has to use in this struggle. This symbol suggests the salvation is attained through the emergent individual's readiness to face all issues as if there were only two opposed sides. So teaches the Bhagavad Gita. This is the Dharma of this stage of human evolution. A stage of, in big capital bold letters, <laughs> the polarization of values. We can see that there is a polarizing nature happening now. This is also seen in the Mayan calendar. I could go into that in a separate video with the Yugas and the Mayans. And I've just, I've got a whole bunch of information here, but we are hitting this peak of polarization. And the vision that came to me actually was a cell. Just think of it when we have, when you have a baby, the egg is fertilized and what happens? These cells, split, right? So the one cell 
you know, polarizes, right? Pulls itself apart, becomes two, and then splits. And then those two cells split. And those two cells split. And those are four, eight, blah, blah, blah. I mean, so this polarization is going to lead to a reorganization. And we live in a polarized, dualistic, third-dimensional reality where we evolve through polarization because it gives us an objective view. This has to do with relationship and partnership, right? We see things about ourselves through relationship and partnership that we don't see looking in the mirror. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Right? So, yes, on one hand, the polarization is very uncomfortable, right? And because, you know, we want to be spiritual and we want to do the law of one and unity consciousness and, you know, uh, you know connection and, da, 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 da. And, and, and then we go into this split. So it's really hard to see the polar opposite as united as me, uh, not the other. But it, here's where we get into, of course, the Piscean, you know, paradox. That the, the paradox is that these, you know, apparent opposites coexist. You know, so it's like, you know, I've said it many times before, you know, uh, yes, there is evil uh, on one level. No, there's not evil. Uh, yes, we are one on one level. No, we are not one on another level. I mean, we, you know, there's, there's the third dimension, but our consciousness expands up to the fourth and fifth dimension. And so we can, you know, what we just have to be able to do is not get lost in one or the other because we are the connecting link between these dimensional realms. So we have to take the, you know, we have to, you have to take this law of one and we have to take our consciousness of oneness and unity and bring it down into this polarized reality. And so the ego lives in this polarized reality, okay? And this is what we're talking about with the eternal battle between the swords, which is the ego, and the torches, the spiritual light. So this, this battle goes on and on and on and on. Yeah, you know, it's just like the soul and the ego, the soul and the ego, you know, and what's, you know, what comes out of that, yeah? So it's really, it's happening, like I say, it's happening on a very inner level. So you may be feeling like, you know, it's time to change and you may even be polarized within yourself in terms of I'm bitter about something, but I, you know, I, maybe I need to learn something. Uh, you know, some one is, you know, getting me angry, but, you know, rather than fight, maybe I'm supposed to apologize. You know, someone, yeah, I mean, it's like, and then even deeper down within yourself, your relationship to spirit, your relationship to your own soul, you know, your ego relationship to your infinite self. So we have... A lot of this, and what Venus Uranus says that this week is for is 
sudden, unexpected enlightenment, aha moments, oh my God, now I see, why didn't I see that before, oh my God, I love you, oh my God, get out of here, <laughs> it's time to break free, I want to break free, <laughs> I, oh, I can't say break free without thinking of that Queen song, you know, with the sweeping, oh my God, <clears throat> anyway, the song for this week is Us and Them. And after all, we're only ordinary men. Yeah, powerful. Roger Waters, man, amazing. Anyway, where was I? So I, I, I wanna talk about, you know, the, this swords because the swords led me to the tarot card, the deck of swords, okay? And the, I mean, the suit the four suits, the suit of swords. And I want to read to you this five of swords, this Venus in Aquarius, because it's, uh, I, and I know it's, it's a lot of reading, but it's so good. It's like, I, I just, I want to read this whole thing. So I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to try to hold this up so you can see it a little bit. And check this out, yeah. On the card, the Five of Swords from an upside down, they, they form an upside down pentagram. The sinister symbol of black magic. The rose of the previous card, the Four of Swords has completely disintegrated and its 49 petals now mark the connective lines between the tips of the pentagram, the hilts of the swords. This reversed pentagram, okay, signifies a precarious conflict, altercations, unfair blows, vileness, a curse, an aggressive phase of destructive thinking or inexplicable things that the mind does not want to decipher, and that directly touch our most primitive fears. The fear of loss, abandonment, being helpless at someone else's mercy, or deadly threats. Reality and delusion flow into each other, and the trust in reality is increasingly destroyed. However, the white light penetrating out from inside the pentagram. See it? hints at the ability of the mind to accept the fright and transform even the tragedies of life into a fruitful learning process. Here's the good part. Energetically, the defeat leads to knowledge in a deeper sense. We do not suffer because of a desire to do so, but rather need suffering and defeat as a necessary experience in order to grow by overcoming it. The desire for knowledge is the wish for redemption. This card can be seen as the consequences of an attitude that, can, that has been too peaceful whereby the defeat is the price of an exaggerated avoidance of conflicts. 
The intellect has been enfeebled by sentiment. The defeat is due to passivism. On the inner level, this card, carrying defeat within itself, is the key to encountering our destiny. It represents the breakdown of the old image of the world on our way to inner knowledge. The defeat is a necessary prerequisite for achieving a greater truth. It promises the reward that lies only in defeat. A reward in defeat. Get that? <laughs> the instinct is passive endurance of the painfulness of a negative experience. The goal is a recognition of one's limits. The light is insight into the correlations leads to intentions of transformation. The shadow is harm, evil, or a turn for the worse. And the quality of this card, if it's drawn or referred to, is insight into necessity of giving aggressive impulses an appropriate form of expression before it's too late. To me, this is like a super powerful card that really explains a lot to me in my own life and in what's happening with rebellion, revolution, what's happening in Paris, what's happening on the streets in so many places. Because I know that I avoid conflict. <laughs> And I have avoided conflict in the past, and I am a bit of a pacifist, and I want peace and love and harmony. And I think so many of us, especially, you know, on a spiritual path, do. And, and we have all these good intentions. And there's kind of an innocent, naive, you know, why isn't everybody just, why can't we all get along? And da 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 da, -da. And we don't want to argue, and we don't want to raise our voices, and we don't want to piss people off, and we don't want to da 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 and sometimes then, you know, we retreat and we, and we go within and we avoid this conflict, right? And what happens? You get taken advantage of. You become a victim. You get, uh, you know, manipulated and you get exploited. And this is happening on a large, 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 large scale right now. <laughs> The globalists are taking over. And so, so many people, like I say, the quality of life is degenerating for so many people. And this is, as long as there is an avoidance of and not standing up, Chiron in Aries, the sun coming around to Chiron, this is going to continue. There's going to be this crisis around, am I able to stand up and assert myself, speak for myself, own my desires and my wants and needs as being justified? Mars moving through Cancer now, these are my emotional needs for a home, for nurturing, for food, for caring, 
Okay, and even cancer, uh, the fourth house rules retirement. <laughs> it's funny that they're, you know, they're even rebelling about retirement now as Mars moves through cancer. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. Astrology is like so right there. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, you know, this, this mantra is, <clears throat> once the truth has been revealed, it's time for me to act, asserting what I know to be true, not waffling or turning my back. I know we don't want to be judgmental. You know, there's, you know, big thing. Oh, I feel judged. Oh, you're judging me. Oh, da, 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 da. You know what? This is the, is this eternal battle between swords and torches, right? You know, the, the way the, the teachings of the Bhagavad Gita moving through, and it's interesting how it said at this stage of evolution, not to say there are not other stages, higher stages, not to say that there's not a future coming when it won't be as polarized, where we will return from polarization to a higher unity. But for now, okay, you know, temporarily, as the cell splits, <laughs> there, it is polarized and there is a right and wrong. And it is binary, <laughs> okay? And it is just this way or that. And you either, you know, take your left or you take a right. And, and this is the time. So, you know, standing up for what is right can be different for different people. But when there is an agreement and when there is a consensus, between the majority and perhaps the vast majority of people that are waking up, that are seeing the underlying truth, which is this Venus Uranus, lightning bolts of awareness, okay? It's the aha moments revealing what has been hidden. This is a time of revelation. Venus Uranus is revelation. The truth shall be revealed and the truth shall set you free. Ow! <laughs> yeah, baby. All right, enough is enough. <laughs> One more time, man. Oh, yeah. Once the truth has been revealed, it's time for me to act. Yeah? Asserting what I know to be right and true. Not waffling or turning back. May you go deep within. This Taurus, the truth lies within. Venus, Taurus, my values, yeah? And I awaken to a new set of values and a new way of looking at the world and relationships and money and survival and my sexuality. All these are realms of deep revelation for us. Then may you have the power to bring 
those new values, to assert what you have found to be right for yourself. May you do that in your partnerships and relationships. And lastly, to the world at large. May you donate to a cause or get out on the street or sign some petition or whatever, you know, for the good of the greater whole. Namaste. Aloha. So much love. Thank <laughs> you.